everybody welcome back to negro please radio i'm your host chris allen how's everybody doing glad to be back and as usual off the top i want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in downloading streaming however you watch or taking my podcast i appreciate it so tell an enemy co-worker tell somebody about the podcast share a clip if you're new welcome uh, this is my podcast. I'll talk about whatever I want to talk about, uh, from fatherhood to politics to being sad, being glad, being mad. I'll talk about it all. Um, yeah, if you enjoy it, please tell somebody. If you don't like it, tell somebody else you hate it and, and show them a clip why. Tell them why the dumb shit I said make you mad and you don't want to listen anymore. That helps. Um, Man, we are in February. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Hmm? What about white history? <laughs> what about it? Oh, man. Uh, we'll get into all that. Uh, I talk about it every, every year. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's a fucking Black History Month, man. Let's celebrate that shit. Um, well, you know what? Let me talk about. Let me Let me, let me stay in order here. Uh, I'll go through my milestone. So for those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles. And I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's nothing. And um, <clears throat> this is pretty big. <laughs> this is big, folks. Uh, no, it's, 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 uh, it's not, you know, anything wild. But uh, he, he just got into playing Fortnite. Uh, I don't think my wife is excited about it. Uh, she is not a fan of of guns at all, and uh, look, man, uh, I just I just had to talk with him because he knows that I own firearms, and we just had to have that serious talk of like, hey, man, because he's he's taken a liking to the game, um, a heavy liking. I mean, I, I bought him uh, Nerf guns some years back when that was something I would really wanted him to be into. And uh, at the time, he, he was not. You know, he was pretty frightened. Uh, he didn't really care for the Nerf guns. And I have to say, I was rushing it a, a bit as a dad. He was maybe three. You know, he really couldn't even cock them back or anything like that. I even bought one that had a motor where all he has to do is squeeze the trigger. But he wasn't into it. It's, you know, uh, Nerf guns and guns and stuff. And that's always been something that I was into as a kid. You know, I grew up in the 80s, man. I grew up in the 80s because people will go, Chris, you a black dude. How are you so into guns? Bitch, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. Every movie I loved had big ass guns and explosions. <laughs> the fact that more dudes, <laughs> the fact that more dudes in the 80s and 90s didn't grow up gay. It, it astounds me because we were absolutely obsessed with uh, oiled up, muscly uh, alpha men that would just shoot any and everything that moved. That was our that was our shit as a kid. All right, it was just super alpha dudes blowing shit up in either a form of a robot, uh, a cop that cares too much. Uh, a citizen that cares too much, a rogue uh, ex-military guy who's had enough, you know, uh, it just, <laughs> it was all guns 
It was blowing shit up. It was big titties. <laughs> that's that's how we grew up, man. Just obsessed with the shit. Obsessed with guns and just... It's wild, man. And a lot of those movies are so bad. So bad. <laughs> just the other day, I can't even bring myself to watch it, but I'm pretty sure most of you guys have seen the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Commando. I used to be in love with that movie. In love with it. There's parts where you can see the little springboards that the actors are jumping off when they get blown up. It's, it's so bad. But I had the hugest crush on Radon Chong. I thought she was the, the hottest woman in the world. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger ripping seats out of Porsches because he was just so goddamn gigantic that, uh, you know, he, he couldn't even sit in the seat. <laughs> that movie is ridiculous. I, I think I want to say it, did, it does take place in California. But there's one part where he robs a um, a gun store and they have like legitimate, I mean, military grade rocket launchers at this gun store. It's somewhere in L.A. Hilarious. And just these just these crazy ass shotguns. But I will say, you know what? They obviously did not have rocket launchers, but it was the 80s. I don't know what I don't know what kind of shit they were selling in the eighties, but it's just hilarious that he just pulls up, breaks into this gun store. No, no one shows up. Just has time to he just has time to pack up all his shit in multiple duffel bags. No cops come. Just, it's just wild, man. But uh, I love that movie, man. Absolutely love Commando. One of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> but as a kid, hey, man. When you're like 10, it's the best thing in the world. You're getting, the, oh, he's going to save his daughter? Yeah, man. Let's 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 have one man take on the an entire tar, uh, cartel. That's what's funny about a lot of these uh, movies nowadays, man, because it's like Liam Neeson, a superhero, like a, a vigilante, Denzel Washington, these guys at the age where they can't even sleep through the night without getting up to take a piss three or four times, but yet they can go on a three, four day bender, you know, of just no sleep, just killing multiple dudes a day. <laughs> really? Really? 60 plus year old guys? My dad is like a cat. If he sits down in the chair, he's out in, in two minutes. But these 60 plus year old guys, they don't need to rest, you know? Yeah, I don't need to piss. They don't forget why they're fighting. <laughs> I just, it's just funny to me, man. But uh, I digress. Shit, I went all over the place, man. <laughs> Fucking these old movies, man. But he likes Fortnite. He's really into it. I'm excited. He's excited. And uh, this is the one time where, like, he's actually listening to me because... And it's hard. It's hard to not be like this, this new age dad of like when you think of fatherhood, you think of uh, that America, that that image of Americana of like uh, you, you're walking down the street with your, with your kid, you holding the back of his bike and you let it go, or you you're teaching them how to swing a baseball bat. But now it's 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 changed a little bit. Now it, it should also show you over the shoulder of your kid trying to show him how to play Call of Duty. Like how to move tactically in a map. 
Like last night, I said some weird shit to my son. He's nine. I'm like, you just can't run into a room, man. Sometimes you just got to throw a flashbang in first. <laughs> who, who says that to their kids? Yeah. Parents who are who are gamers at, at one point. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I got to say, I'm excited. I'm excited. I've been wanting to get back into shooters. I bought Squad a while ago. I, I, you know, I fucked around in the tutorial for a bit, but I just haven't played. I just haven't had time to sit down and play. You know, during the day, my wife is here. Uh, I'm trying to stay productive and do other shit. And when he gets home, he's on the computer. And when he goes to bed, my wife comes down and we watch Insecure. We watch TV. And um, I don't know, man. I I, I think I, I've changed because I, I used to game into the wee hours of the night. But now, I mean, do I really want to get on a game and start killing people and loud noises and explosions and shit at 1130? Not really, man. I'd rather sit back and watch like, uh, I don't know, Ozark or some shit. So I got to I gotta find the time. And I think I'm kind of scared, too, of opening that door because I know how I feel about shooters. Shooters, you know? And I feel like if I get back into gaming, it's, it's over. So I'm, I'm pretty hesitant to get back into it. Um, but, yeah. So he's playing. He's excited. Uh, he actually won a couple times. And it's just funny watching him get some kills, man. And uh, I'm just proud of him, man, because... A couple of, uh, I would say even a year or so ago, he he wouldn't have been open to even trying because, you know, you can get killed, people can shoot you, you lose your stuff. And he's really just starting to realize, like, oh, this is all just fun and games and not to take it too seriously. So I, I know I, I might seem like I'm a little too excited for my son to play a game, but it's just if you guys really understood how um, – how heavy that the idea of winning and losing and all that kind of stuff weighs on him and it, and it stops him from enjoying himself when it, I mean, even at PE, you know, he says he gets anxiety and he gets worked up about PE because he wants to be so good at stuff. And he did, he, he just can't uh, not be okay at something. He's a perfectionist. So it, it kind of like uh, takes the fun out of it. And for him to just realize like, Oh, this is just something really fun to do. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. It's it's a big step for him. So that's why it seems like it's a big fucking deal. And it's over a video game because he just, he just, just the way his mind works. But all right. So let me address this first. And uh, in no way, shape, or form, it's just trying to like, um, I don't, I try not to attack other comics, but uh, I don't listen to Andrew Show's podcast, but I saw an interesting clip. Uh, nice dude, met him a couple times. Uh, he, uh, he posted this clip where he essentially says that, uh, like China doesn't have to attack America. They have TikTok, And why would you have to like have this conventional, uh, attack on America when you can, uh, create this app where people don't aspire to be doctors, lawyers, engineers anymore. It's just, they just aspire to be famous on this platform and people get caught up doing dances and challenges and all this shit. And it just, um, he feels like it's, um, some type of a play or a ploy to to make people less ambitious to uh decrease our productivity and create dumb people which at a point in my life and he also made the case like uh no one wants to really be doctors and lawyers i mean uh 
uh, engineers anymore because they want to be famous on TikTok. Which, uh, at a certain point in my life, I would say that sound that would have sounded really cool. This conspiracy theory of of a government creating a uh, social media platform to distract people from going to school. I mean, yeah, like I said, at one point that would have sounded cool at the barbershop. But it really doesn't make sense. It, it sounds it sounds deep. It sounds like a conspiracy. But come on, man. Let's be serious here. First of all, uh, I did touch on the Chinese military just a little bit. China's military is twice the size of ours. All right. Um, they take their education uh, differently. And come on, man. It's a fucking communist country. They... Uh, they operate differently. Their mentality is differently. They they think about the whole. That's how they that's how they brought up to think about the whole first. Not here in America. But I'll I'll say I say that to say it's just silly to blame a, a, a social media platform. All right, saying that people aren't gonna be doctors and lawyers and astronauts because of TikTok, it it it, it really doesn't make any sense. The people who wanted to be or who want to be a doctor or be a lawyer or be an engineer, they're going to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. They're going to achieve whatever they're going to achieve. And to blame TikTok is, is just crazy. Like Chappelle said, if, if you got a brittle spirit, if you go, I want to be a doctor, but you're like, man, these TikTok challenges and dances, I just, I can't do my pre-med homework. That is on you. That just means you don't want to be a doctor. And someone responded to me like, well, 20 years ago, uh, when you look at elementary school uh, kids, they wanted to be doctors, lawyers, policemen. Kids have always wanted to be um, movie stars, athletes, um, just whatever job is, is, is glamorous in, in, the, in the public eye. They want to be that. The reason why kids wanted to be astronauts back in the day is because astronauts were the rock stars of their day those were the, the 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 superstars of their day like i said the rock stars that's why kids were like i want to be an astronaut how many of those kids actually became astronauts not many my son uh in kindergarten said he wanted to be a firefighter we get we kind of get taught we want to be that stuff when we were a kid who i mean yeah i mean it's just to to say it's tiktok's fault that people want to be a vlogger it's a way more reasonable or attainable to be a vlogger than it is to be an astronaut. And some guy also replied like, well, I wanted to be a, an architect, but I, you know, I got complacent. That's on you. And how come all of us aren't doctors and lawyers and, and engineers? We didn't, we didn't have TikTok, Facebook. It's, it, it's a personal thing. I, I, don't, I don't say there being a decrease in the number of doctors and it's because of TikTok. You think, uh, I mean, you think China's putting out less doctors? It's their fucking app. People want to be what they want to be. And the thing is, it changes. How many people do you know that are, who's doing what they said they wanted to do in third grade? I mean, half the kids in, in elementary school, they want to be fucking superheroes. And weird shit. So the fact that we're trying to hold, uh, I mean, People's feet to the fire for saying what they wanted to be when they were seven. It's ridiculous. Yeah, 
of course people see uh people getting famous on tiktok facebook uh, yeah uh, on social media of course kids are going to say they want to do that but how many how many kids are actually going to become famous on tiktok you know have a, a hundred thousand or a million subscribers on on youtube have a successful blog to where they can actually buy a nice house and car and I mean, I mean, let's be honest. How many people's jobs are actually useful to society? So many people just go to some office building and look at spreadsheets all fucking. I don't know what they do. I don't. I don't know what the fuck they do. Is it really impacting the world? I'm pretty sure there's some, but most people's jobs. I mean, they don't really amount to anything. It's just a fucking job. It's just another little cog in the in the machine. And let's be honest, there's some cogs, if they go missing, you, you don't really see uh, a difference in the performance of the machine. <laughs> I don't know, man. But to blame social media is, is, is absolutely ridiculous. Like Again, it sounds cool. It sounds like a cool conspiracy theory. It sounds like a cool thing. But you can't prove that, and I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous to even suggest that it's because of TikTok people aren't becoming doctors and engineers. If TikTok got in your way, you didn't want to do that shit to begin with. It's just, it's really that simple. It's really that simple. Um, the playoffs were pretty dope, man. I, I was um, I was wrong about the Cincy game. You know, Joe Burrow came through. He, that dude, man, he's got some swag. <laughs> it is funny to see uh, a dude like that, man. It's just uh, people were uh, posting pictures of um uh, some old pictures of like uh, him next to Joe Namath, man. I don't know. Maybe it's something with the name Cool Joe. Y'all see how cool Biden is? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, I like to see white players with swag, man. I think it's funny, man. I think it's I think it's super cool. And I know a lot of people get mad at it or make fun of it, but I think it's dope, man, <laughs> to see white dudes with, with that kind of swag. And uh, congrats to Cincinnati, man. I, I lived in uh, Ohio for years. Got a lot of friends there. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are Bengals fans, so I'm glad to see that, uh, uh, you know, they made it, man. So uh, we got uh, – and look, let me say this, and I'm not a huge football fan, but I, I should have I known, man, Jimmy Gar Garofalo, he ain't, he ain't the guy. <laughs> that nigga ain't elite. And you go, Chris, how do you know he's not elite? You don't watch football. You know how I know? It's because – I go to my barbershop every week. They talk about sports. And I've never heard anyone ever say, man, I wish Jimmy G was my quarterback. <laughs> That's how I know Jimmy G is not elite. He's never brought up in any barbershop I've ever been in. If you're not getting brought up in black barbershops as an athlete, you ain't doing shit. Just, just be real. Um. So Brady finally uh, officially retired. It's um end of end of an era. I mean, that guy hands down one of the best athletes to ever play any sport. Um again, not a sports expert, but uh has to have one of the most successful careers of all time, if not the most. I mean, I know Bill Russell and uh, and, and I'm and I know there's other sports like racing and all that kind of stuff where you got Michael Phelps. So I, I have no idea. But I would say at least as uh, as far as football goes, God, it's got to be the best career of all time. 
maybe in the maybe in the in the major sports. But then again, you got what guys like Bill Russell. So it is arguable that he has had the most one of the most uh, successful and best careers of any uh, pro athlete of all time. So uh, shout out to Tom Brady. Thank you so much for the memories, buddy. Uh, I can't imagine what a guy like that does, man. When you're finished, you got hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, you got a beautiful wife and family. And what do you do, man? You just sit on a yacht? <laughs> you start a podcast? What, what do you do, Tom Brady? I, I have no idea. No clue. But uh, shout out to Tom Brady and uh, all of his winnings and uh, accolades. I think he's... He's he's gone, everybody. He's gone. Yeah, people can relax. I mean, until that guy, until he was done, you could never count him out. I wasn't going against as much as I was not a Patriots fan. You, you could never count him out until he was out. So, uh, man, one of the best, if not the best, to ever do it in football. He's he's done, man. And I just showed you, man. It all comes to an end for everybody. Somebody that great, it comes to an end. It comes to an end, and it, and it can't be easy, man. I had a mediocre uh, military career, and it was tough. So I can't imagine a storybook, a Hall of Fame, well, how many, seven Super Bowls he, uh, he won. I mean, just I couldn't imagine walking away from that. It was hard walking away from a mediocre Air Force career. I can't imagine a star-studded Hall of Fame NFL career. So, yeah. Um, my wife and I, we celebrated our 17th wedding anniversary, uh, last week. So yeah, shout out to us. Um, we went out to lunch, we grabbed some food, you know, talked, and of course did the nasty. I'm pretty good. Um, but yeah, man, 17 years, we've been together about 20, uh, time flies, man. But, uh, there's a lot of ups and downs. Um, yeah, this is marriage is, is not easy, man. It's not easy at all, but I just wanted to say um, happy anniversary to her. I, lo I love you, and uh, thank you for all my friends and family that have been supportive and been there for me, for her, for us over the years. It, it's, it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been easy the entire time, and uh, we still have a lot of growing to do as a couple, as individuals. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a journey, man. And I, I love her. I love being married, and and here's to many, many more. Um, Man, I'm I'm all going over my time. Um, I'm trying to really make these, you know, twenty minutes. But hey, get caught up. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I talked about the Fortnite. Um, yeah, man. I'm not gonna go back to. Oh, my wife. She um, she just was in. Is I guess inducted or became a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. It's a black uh, Greek sorority uh and uh it was a long process you know she had to do a lot of stuff she had to study a lot of interviews uh i think she had to get recommended by a couple of people and, and this is a process that's been going on for about a year but uh yeah she she was she finally decided to do it uh she took the classes took the test and uh she was uh i think inducted indoctrinated or became a member last sunday and i'm very very proud of her um Biles and I we hung up this big congratulations balloon banner when she came home. We played that song celebration. Come on. So when she walked in the house, we had the music blaring, we had the balloons going, we had the flowers. 
uh it was a nice time i, I it's uh, uh i think it moved her <laughs> so it feels good as a husband to like and to, it feels good as a husband to pay attention to detail and actually like you know what let me step my game up a little bit like i got my boy involved and, and you know to see her face light up uh we, we played it down like we wasn't a big deal i, I made her a nice salmon asparagus a uh, red skin potato mash red skin potato dinner and uh yeah we celebrated that way so uh i'm proud of her thanks um yeah thanks for um Thanks for tuning in this week, everybody. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a lot going on. I'm I'm trying to cut back on my social media uh, as of late. I've been I've been on the weekends. I've been actually turning my phone off, and I gotta say, I enjoy it, man. Just to sit back, watch TV, and not not be distracted to get all the dialogue. All right, these people write these TV shows for you to listen to the dialogue, not for you to just I don't know, you know, kind of skim over it and kind of pick things up. They write it for a fucking reason, and I'm enjoying it. Um, oh, I finished season four, three, the latest Ozark season. God damn, it's good. The woman who plays Ruth, brilliant actor. Great writing. Um, great storyline. Um, I am not a fan of Joe Sakura. <laughs> if y'all don't know who he is, he's the white guy from Power. Look, I get why he's in Power. He has the look. He's got that cool, I grew up around black people kind of look. But man, he is not a strong actor, man. He does not have a uh, a wide range. <laughs> uh, that's my only complaint. I, I do like him, but I'm not a fan of his work. But I did like him in in, in Power. But uh, yeah, in Ozark, I didn't need him. Could definitely could have used somebody else. If you haven't seen Ozark, watch that shit. It's fucking dope. But uh, yeah, I uh, I think that might be it, folks. Oh, if you're in the D.C. area, we are doing host battle again, February 16th at the D.C. I always want to say, yeah, Comedy Loft. I always get, I always take pause because I'm always like, do not say Draft House. It's no longer open. And I go, was it Draft House or was it, is it the Loft? It's at the D.C. Comedy Loft in DuPont Circle. February 16th, 730. We got a fun lineup. Tickets are already available. Uh, get them now. It's a fun show. Me and Winston do it. I'll see you next week. Uh, appreciate it, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I got I, I got three minutes. I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. You know what? I'm not. I don't need to. Y'all already know. I'm not gonna bring myself down. I'm not gonna talk about it. There's a show. That's a show. You guys have a great rest of your week. It is hump day. I'll see y'all next week. Follow me on social media at Chris Allen Comedy. I'm out. Peace.